0: Happy Monday, my Liberty kitty cats. And boy, do we have a treat for you today. It's going to be a classic edition of... Of Lions of Liberty, one of our throwback formats, Libertarians in Living Rooms Drinking Liquor. Uh, I've got myself, Brian, and Odie lined up along with our friend Buck Johnson of the Counterflow podcast. But you guys could have already seen this, you could have already heard it, and you could hear and see the full three and a half hour edition. Yes, we went for three and a half hours drinking and talking about just about everything under the sun. Uh, What you're going to hear today is the first 90 minutes of that. But if you want the full version and if you want to see, shows like this live in the future, you've got to join the Lions of Liberty Pride for as little as $5 a month. You can support this show on Patreon over at patreon.com slash lionsofliberty. You get all sorts of perks depending on your level, including access to all our bonus audio and video content, live streams that we do for a lot of this stuff. Uh, you also get discounts on merchandise. You can see that over at lionsofliberty.store as well as tons of bonus content, uh, including shows like Brian's Daily, Good Morning Fuckhead, Degenerate Gambler's Conspiracy corner. There was just so much amazing content in the pride. So much that we couldn't even contain it here in the public feed. Had to put it over behind the paywall. So check that all out at patreon.com slash lions of liberty. My friends, enjoy the show. We need to empower people with not just the philosophical tone, but the intro to break free from the system
1: flagship Lions of Liberty podcast, your weekly dose of education, inspiration, and real-world application from the top minds of the Liberty movement.
0: If you want Liberty, we need to be better
2: leaders, better husbands, better fathers, better friends, better businessmen.
3: We need to be better people.
1: Here's
2: your host, your guide, your shining beacon of Liberty, Mark Clair. Live and live free. We're just we introduce Buck, or does does Buck just not get introduced? Uh, hey, Mark's no, not introducing any hey, of us. It's just he's just loving the chit chat. If you listen
0: to anything I've said? We're just hanging out, and whenever I'll figure out how it becomes a show. Don't you worry.
1: How well, well at some doing? point you probably want to interv- introduce some of the guests.
0: I, I don't need to introduce anybody. Everyone knows who you guys are. Brian McWilliams, host of Electric Liberty Land, fading away.
1: I've tried. John Odermat.
2: What is going on with host this? Host of fight Fighting
0: Freedom. Brian's parents are currently not meeting not in the past when they're supposed to. Yeah, fighting freedom that's your show right that's what i've been saying for months if you've not <laughs> been listening
3: and, and brian, brian, brian literally just disappeared <laughs> so i would like good. to actually Went like with a, other people time,
0: i'd like to take this time to announce that uh, buck johnson is actually the new host of electrical liberty land thank you very much
2: I <laughs> hey, excited
1: you, to
0: have you on board as the new lion oh people shit, will revolt
1: back. i i'm just trying to figure out what the fuck is going on i'm gonna try to close Here's my the question brian
0: why are you using my background why don't you use your own Electric Liberty Land backer? You embarrass your logo. Because, Maybe no,
1: because because my background, my actually, I can use the black background. Maybe I'll try that. Uh, it's Because if I background. use my regular white one, it's so white, and I'm so white and bald that I just blend into it. And it also, the crown sticks out of my head like I am, in fact, the Statue of Liberty. That sounds perfect. That sounds like exactly pretty, what I want. It to is see. pretty goddamn sweet. I'm not gonna lie to you.
2: It's better I for will. the times with the black background too. More more diverse, more inclusive. Aha! Uh-huh. Well, then we're, were gonna have black there.
0: background on black background because we also have the black background. Now, oh, I love this! This is huh? great.
1: How about I mean, now? How do you like me now?
0: The only part I like is the crown
1: aspect of it. The uh, the rest <laughs> See, is blinding. It's, it's kind of weird. Yeah, that's upsetting. It's it's too uh, it's too bright. No, it's Let me. Up, I'll upload <laughs> another another black background. I've mean, got. Yeah, maybe I'll try that.
0: Uh, I'm gonna title this episode. What's your background, Brian? And then that's all we're going to talk about for the next.
1: Which be you could, or it could be called like I was just like, I mentioned Olivia Rondell again. Some guy on Twitter just was like, "Hey, what well, you look like? You're thirty to thirty-five percent black." Which I joked was the new carnival game.
0: To you carnivals. or to her? She
1: said it to her, and it's like, all right, it's like this is like the guess your weight when you go to the I carnival. Step that. right up! You look thirty percent black. So it's I guess your background.
2: Nice. Guess <laughs> your ethnicity. <laughs> Oh,
0: and that's the open. All right. Well, that's I I am I I can say I am very pleased to have um this is actually a couple a couple of big milestones here, not milestones. I'm just tossing that word around. First of all, we haven't done this format libertarians in living rooms drinking liquor where we just drink and we hang out and we have zero plans and zero idea of where, where it's going to go in quite a while. Uh specifically with my Lions of Liberty co-host here with Odie, with Brian, but we also have for the first time in this particular format a special guest, Buck Johnson of Counterflow. So what a great time this is. It's
3: yes. Fantastic. I've been wanting to do this for a couple of years. So this so is would great. you say,
0: Buck, you might be ready to make some kind of animal noise of some sort?
3: Yes. I'm ready to roar. Oh Look God. at okay. Brian. I like that background. A I, a I did that only yeah, to Yeah, right? Bottom.
1: This one works. Yeah, that yeah. one works.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: It looks like I'm a prostitute on the street, you know, in front of like, uh, electric love.
3: Yes. Dad will have you on anytime now.
1: <laughs> <It'll be> a- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fine. That's the secret. God, if only I knew I was in a hotel with him. I could have just sucked his dick well, that's right right. for $5. Yes. I could have watched. Done,
3: he doesn't like away. the game. You yeah. kind of watched something going on between them. If I remember. I correctly. think you actually they, did watch uh, sex work. Uh, uh, essentially, uh, they They were leaning in a little close at some point. <laughs> one of them had
0: to be getting that. paid at some point in there. So
1: yeah, it yeah. was, it got intense. It got I like the next day and
0: he could barely walk.
1: Oh, yeah, man. He he, he doesn't even drink. He just smoked so much pot during
0: that. Yeah, he He had to consume so much Paloma Verde CBD uh, to to recover, Mm -hmm. which, of course, you can use now. I can actually now announce. Again, Buck and Buck Lions, a bunch of our podcasts. We are all uh, we've become somewhat. What's the term I'm looking for? What's it? What's it incestuous called? Incestuous. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I was trying to find another very, term that wasn't incestuous. that, but fuck yeah. it, let's use that. Uh, we as well have a Paloma Verde as a sponsor. So whatever you do, do not use discount code Buck or whatever it is. Uh, go over to Paloma <laughs> Verde. No, I'm, I'm serious. You should probably use both discount codes. Use one shipment with discount code Roar for Lions. Twenty five percent off your order over seventy five dollars. Free shipping. All that great stuff. And then maybe next week, use discount code BUCK if you still need yeah.
2: more. Yeah, you can rotate back and forth.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have no problem with that. There's something going on with one of our sponsors. I don't know. I guess we probably can't talk about that. No. I, I mean, think you should talk about it. We now. could. Especially since
0: you just brought it up. So now it's weird. If yeah. We what's, what's the drama?
3: But maybe we shouldn't. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> Oh, I know which sponsor. Never mind. Yeah, I don't Is know if it, we should talk about that. I don't know either. Yeah. So does that, does
1: that especially since with, he uh, pays us all uh, money, we should probably something can, that something you drink. Go. Yeah, we can skip over that.
2: Well, I'm
0: just gonna say he's sponsoring this show, so you'll know later if you're an astute listener, and you Ooh. should go, 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 purchase coffee from him. Or if you can hear, <laughs> you'll you'll know. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh,
3: anyway, Buck, this has been a dream of yours. Is that right? Yeah. Yes, because I like talking politics, mm-hmm. libertarian politics, and I like drinking. And I like mm. Mm, you guys. They so. go
0: hand in hand. Those yeah. are two of my favorite things. Those are Brian's only two favorite things.
1: That is literally <laughs> all I do. My I don't even know how I got married. I don't know how I how I have a kid. It's I don't even know how family. I had sex. Literally, I just don't stop talking or drinking at any point in time. And yet, somehow that sperm worked its way up into my wife's vagina. And
0: <laughs> Did it was. though, cuz that baby's way too adorable to be have any of your DNA. I don't know.
1: Favorite. I mean, I, I look. I, every time Not I drive around, there, around, and I see the homeless, like,
0: <laughs> I look at the homeless
1: on the street, and I'm like, eh, maybe, maybe. A up a little bit. <laughs> Are you sure Odie, you am Jason Stables you didn't
2: uh, sneak away with your wife at one oh. of those? Uh, oh please, dinner Odie. parties. He's, yeah.
1: he's a classy individual. He has way too much wealth, power, and Thaddeus influence. Darius Russell is to the father of value. Brian
0: <laughs> McWilliams' child. <laughs> is
1: <it a laughs> <just> <laughs> she is a gingy looking little girl, though. And so
0: is and chip Jesus is as well. Somehow mm. Ginger?
1: Yeah, he's straight ginger
0: <laughs> Not a ginger A father of your
1: child I smell a sitcom <laughs> Is there one on the way that I don't know about?
0: <laughs> my three dads starring Brian McWilliams, Hotep Jesus And Thaddeus Russell raising Brian's actual daughter
1: <laughs> <laughs> if Hotep Jesus Got my wife pregnant I would just yell and I said I thought he was the Hotep, but you're the
0: hoe You're the hoe <laughs> If anyone's good with Photoshop Or you can just do this while you're on the show, Brian Make that make that sitcom poster for us, please Yeah. Do sitcoms have posters? Are there sitcoms anymore? And if somebody Yeah, comes, they
1: have billboards. I've seen billboards around LA with uh, sitcom shit on them. It's usually, usually yeah, for your consideration, etc. Mm,
0: I see. What are you guys That's drinking? We should talk about that. Elephant in the room, always. I'm going to start with Buck, because I know he's been dreaming, quite literally dreaming, of telling us what he's been drinking. I knew it was going to be
2: Britannia's bourbon. I knew beer. it. Nice. nice nice is that a can oh, i thought
0: that for a second it oh was nice. so close the label was so close to the camera it looked like a can of bourbon it, in it texas they just sell exist. bourbon
2: by the can just crack open a little <laughs> that's awesome 12 ounce of bourbon straight well it's bourbon.
1: like that it's like that moonshine uh, you can buy uh fuck it came in like an oil canister or like a paint thinning canister remember mm-hmm. that stuff mm-hmm. yeah that was good stuff too you I guess get my with, first uh,
3: time to, my first time to try this one uh, the liquor store in here in Lockhart. If it's the
1: first time trying it and the bottle's half empty. Yeah, no. just, just yeah. bought it this morning.
3: I started, Yeah, I started this morning. The liquor store here in Lockhart doesn't have uh, Noble Oaks, which is my favorite bourbon. So uh, I've never morning, had it, but it sounds awesome based it's on, very on the good. name and your recommendation. Yeah, and this was a Texas one. So not all Texas ones have been that impressive to me, but this one's good.
0: Hmm. All right, Brian, what have you always wanted to ask Buck Johnson? uh buck why haven't you not had me on your show (laughs) (laughs) no i
1: haven't had you on my show either that's why we'll do that yeah let's do it we'll make it happen. we'll make a magic magic uh, pod baby yeah Yeah. um i don't know who's the most famous person you've seen passed out on a floor
3: (laughs) that is (laughs) i (laughs) could
2: answer this easily for myself oh
0: yeah i know i know these answer.
3: but I, I think of people in a weird you know i'm in a niche music scene so i mean i can yeah. think of plenty of rockabilly musicians but most people would go what the fuck is rockabilly
1: that's, that's what i was thinking i'm like with your music you know you're the I, music I world don't i was want, like maybe you've seen some people that were passed out i don't you want to know, know, the know what rockabilly is and then
2: was yeah. it uh was it johnny rocket was that just was saw passed was out? Johnny Adams. <laughs> no <laughs> does johnny watch this I hope so. I don't know if, don't know if Johnny watches anything Johnny anymore.
1: Knows. Yeah, well, I talked I, to him
0: not that long ago. I mean, I don't know if he's watching live. I don't think he's in the pride, but is uh, it
1: Johnny oh. probably in the middle of being married again? I, every time I I just text him, I've like, is it? Am I interrupting a wedding
2: ceremony? Look, no? we're all in the middle of being married. So he's he's been in this this marriage for quite a while, I think.
1: I don't know. I don't keep track of the comes and goings of Johnny Rocket.
0: Who's Jack? That's a comment, Bruce. Bruce McGee.
2: What's Jack? Jack? Oh, what's, he's no, talking about Jack me. Drinking? You Jack? Good morning, Liberty name? guys. Call me Jack because I oh, call Nate. Nate. Oh, Nate. That, Nate. That, oh, yeah. that's you a deep joke. Joke. Whatever. <laughs> I'm drinking. <laughs> no, uh,
0: Justin. These crossovers do not make your job easier because we're still pr- producing the same amount can. of content.
2: Sweetwater for or Sweetwater IPA, which you guys don't enjoy IPA, so fuck you. No. I do. I. That's what I drank
3: prior to this. Mm. So mean,
1: you're saying it's a, a bitch man, beer that a man does to pregame to, to it's a day drinking easy drinking lady yeah. beer, well, and then you get into the real man's bourbon later. But Odie's just sitting here still drinking the uh, the urine beer that other people use as appetizers or lunchtime. <laughs> it's just the, the, the optimism
3: in my brain. It, you, it's called uh, libertarians in living rooms drinking liquor, liquor. Mm. And the I theory. thought, well, I can't have beer, then it doesn't say that. So yep. Yeah, yeah, when we started,
2: 80. the first couple episodes, it was only like, right. and then it's kind of, yeah, it's just alcohol well, now, really.
0: I'm not even going to talk about what I'm drinking. Actually, I at some point, I'm going to leave this room when I have to pee, which will be Can I not guess what you drinking? The I,
2: I bet I can guess it. What I'm drinking? Yeah. I bet you can. You're drinking, you're drinking wine. I, I bet it's lamer than <laughs> you think it
1: is. Uh, is it, is it mints over ice?
0: Drinking well, a wine amazing. cooler? it's <laughs> not lame by the way. Rumbleman's fucks you up. And, uh, Mike's a hard padding. lemonade. All right. I'm gonna just I'm gonna explain myself here, but I, I actually have whiskey in the other room somewhere, so I, I think I will at some point go out and dip in because Buck has made me realize that I'm not even living up to the, the show that who invented the name of this format, Libertarians in liver and Living Drinking Liquor. I wanna say me, but that know. could just I be did. my memory. No, it was definitely
2: hundred percent me, because I got it from <laughs> obviously comedians and cars drinking coffee.
0: Oh actually uh, I do, do kind of recall you comparing it yeah. to that. Okay. Makes sense. I'll hand it I'll hand you this one, Mr. Fighting Freedom. Anyway. I'm drinking a hard kombucha. Gentlemen.
1: Oh if, wow. If, that's if you, the goddamn lamest thing I've ever heard in my life. That's I'll t- that's frickin' Michael Bolden territory. But Michael Bolden manned up and switched to bourbon, which is how he got so fucked up when I got together with him in Stapleton.
0: And maybe I'll pull a Bolden because I got but uh, I'll tell you how this happened. A, I just forgot the fact that I need to buy booze to, before the show. So, so I'm sitting down. I'm ready. I'm like, what am I missing? Oh, the alcohol. So I go in my fridge. I bought these for my wife. Why? Because she uh, likes things that are gluten free and, and such. And she likes kombuchas. So that's why I bought them. She's not here. But the kombuchas still are. And they have <laughs> 6% alcohol. There's worse that's, beers. Wow, wow. And, after, and
1: after she leaves you, Mark, Mark is going to write a poem called, She's Left Me, But the Kombuchas Are Still Here. Can't wait to hear that epic poem. The kombuchas. <laughs> the kombuchas. Anyway,
0: but at some point I think I'll sneak out and. and, and Why I'll does Cam out. Newton
1: not have a kombucha line called Cam Newton's Cambooches? Probably because it's
0: not called kombucha. That's probably the first Com-bucha.
1: one. Kombucha. But you hear what I'm pitching here Cam Newton's Camboochen. He's a weird guy. Yeah, a lot Justin of his fans about would drink that shit. Johnny
0: does a happy hour every other week and always makes fun of me for drinking. Oh, you, he's talking about Johnny Perfita. I thought he was talking about Johnny yeah. Adams. I was like, what? What are the words? Is Johnny I Adams' secret you. happy hour right. Right here? Justin, when were me.
2: you drinking this Mike's Hard Lemonade? Was it 1995 or yeah, what, is, this, is this middle school <laughs> in, the, in the early 90s?
0: At the prom. This is driving me nuts. I'm changing and my shirt. All right, Brian's <laughs> changing his shirt. <laughs> What else? What else is going on, Buck? Buck, uh, I, I will say, uh, I'm curious. I want to poke your brain because this is actually, this has been an internal conversation within the Lions of Liberty. It's something that you've already done. And it's a, a conversation we've only had with ourselves and also with the pride, with some, you know, some of our Mufasa level, our 25 a month patrons who get to do a monthly mm. call with us. But we have talked about the idea of rebranding in mm. some way, shape or form. And that mm. is something you have very recent experience with. Your show used to be called Death the Tyrants and that seemed to you understandably to put you in a bit of a box I think you even mentioned when I had you on and I think you he- I heard you t- uh, say this to Thad too when you did an interview with him that you actually had guests turn you down specifically because it was called Death the Tyrants yeah. so that kind of put you in a box in many hey, ways
1: I- what is happening with this shirt? God damn it. Wait, wait, who
0: turned you down? Here I am so setting angry. up a brilliant question.
1: Wait, wait, wait. wait. I'm he, not going to stop it. Who turned we you, gotta who talk turned about you down first. though? Who turned you down? You tried down? to have Dick I'm... Dick Cheney on. Okay. And Dick Cheney's like, come on, you can't exactly Yeah, was it a tyrant? Like who's who's opposed to death to
3: tyrants? It was a tyrant. <laughs> it was a pacifist, that's all Assad I'm guessing, Yeah, yeah they they oh, disagree
0: with the death part. But the thing is everyone dies and all tyrants will die eventually. So really you're just taking the obvious
3: it was someone that shares a producer with me. I don't like Ooh. the names. Whoa. Though. Interesting. Okay. I don't even know you had a producer. So,
0: yeah. And Positive that's why yeah. you should support Lions of Liberty at patreon.com slash Lions of Liberty so we can hire producers. Just kidding. We don't need them, but we do need money, a lot of it. So, we
1: need producers. I would say anybody listening to this show would argue that we definitely need a producer. I mean, it wouldn't that This is the the first and foremost. If there was a, a trial, first going of all, on, who could exhibit? produce
0: you, Brian? Who the fuck could ever produce you? Think that's about an that. insult
1: to my parents and the cloning tank they used.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a compliment <laughs> to your parents for making it this far. Are
2: you going to rebrand? I th- yeah. I th- well, it's been a discussion, but John, you did
3: a little bit. I mean, you we're not, we're the name. not making a
0: commitment. We're just yeah, yeah.
2: It. I, I rebranded from Felony Friday, which I, I mean. It's been great. It, I mean, I was in such a small box, which was good for the run, t- just talking exclusively about the criminal justice system. But with COVID happening, you know, and so many other stories of, you know, really tyranny, local tyranny with business owners, mm-hmm. um, not being able to talk about that stuff. That's That was the main driver for the, for the rebrand to kind of get out of that box. But what we're talking about is... I guess we're just going to put it all out there. Why not? Who cares? Yeah, yeah why, why not? That's um, what happens so, when I start chugging back the kombuchas, gentlemen. Matcha, lions of liberty. It's a well-known brand. I mean, you see yeah, those, you know, thing.
3: yeah, yeah you grandma's polls all over the country, that, that you
2: know? people have on Twitter. You know, what's your favorite podcast? You'll see lions of liberty pop up there. All that stuff. It'll it's be somewhere great. around seventeen
0: or eighteen, almost consistently. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, you do see it all the time. That's that's the issue. You guys have been around. Since Tom Woods started, so that's, yeah. that's the Since hard part.
0: about a month before ever being yeah. technical.
3: Well, we're trying to think of whether or
1: not, you know, one way to pivot that would keep the brand intact but allow us a little bit more freedom with the shows would be to do a Lines of Liberty network and then have the show rebrand so the shows themselves would not, you know, Lines of Liberty as a show would change to something different. Um, Electric Liberty Land might change to something similar. I don't know if I really need to change that. Brian the my yells show. at stuff. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know if I really need to change it that much. I think it's kind of fine. It, it ties in with yep. pop culture, you know, once you land. I don't, I
2: don't think I need to change it. Mm. I think because the elephant speak. in the room is the word liberty, liberty. and right, uh, yeah. It's it's crazy to say I, it, but the word liberty to I some mean, people it means Nazi.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's the shorthand for what we were going to say,
3: and then they see Brian. <laughs> yeah I know. and that doesn't help at all
1: hey do you want to hear a great joke
0: <laughs> and they're like Mark no no we got two time. other guys too they're white and then it's over. and no, one no, of them no, kind of looks I, like richard spencer right now with the haircut so
1: like, the that's other true one, yeah. yeah. every
2: down. haircut i get looks more like richard spencer i'm like god can we oh I thought, I thought
1: we were talking between buck and odie i don't know they both got a little bit of
0: richard spencer in i was right talking now. about odie specifically but i, I suppose i could almost buck
1: has yeah. got a little little close crop you
3: know he's got that little spence that militant Lions of post-liberty. I see it already. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, that's literally like one of the things post-liberty one of the we're talking about. It's not literally one of the other ones. No, like but it. post-libertarianism, you know, it is uh, it is definitely something we're thinking about as far as. You know, I, don't, I don't think
0: adding post to our title no, on TV no, 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 changes no. The, the preconceptions. <laughs> uh, the uh, only uh, way we do that is if
1: post-serial became a huge sponsor of the podcast, in which case, fine. We're, we're Oh yeah, yeah, we'll sell, sell out.
0: out. I think that that's clear. I
1: mean, yeah, post liberty—that's that's a good. If no you guys are listening out there, big pharma, big government, big cereal—if you want All post the, bigs. the business to uh, subvert the post libertarian movement by being post lions of liberty, we will gladly take that on. No problem. Maybe
0: instead of post libertarian, we should be post lions. We should be like an, an another evolution of lions. Like lions are nice; they're nice to think about, nice to look at. But we need something more. So what comes after the regular? <laughs> a lions? liger. Okay. Ligers of Ligers. Liberty Ligers. Animal.
2: <laughs> Ligers,
0: Ligers of Liberty I don't do not hate at all. In fact, I'm about to go order a new logo tonight at the end of the show. Dan Smots, if you're listening, we need a new logo. It's Ligers of Liberty. Hopefully you're watching mm. live. You pay us money to do so. I mean and we're we'll trying use to use that like money a, to pay you to make us a new logo.
1: Yeah, and the question is, you know, do we want to say like I'll say having a podcast network thing, you know, so that we could keep it as the overarching thing. That might work. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I don't know. We you know, were tossed. What are some of the names you guys were tossing out, Mark? I can't remember.
0: The
2: Mark Clare Show.
1: Well, that could be under the Alliance of Liberty Network. That's fine.
2: <laughs> he just wants to call it the whole network. No, Mark the whole Clare show. <laughs>
1: All of
0: it. <laughs> Even you, you're like, all right, welcome back to the Mark Clare Show. This is Brian McWilliams. This is <laughs> alternate host,
2: Brian McWilliams. <laughs> Oh,
0: um, well, no, I don't but, know. I
2: uh, don't want to put all the names out there, but if you have yeah, a name and idea, some of us would probably be
0: a business call, know, a business call. That feel free do, to hit uh, us up with the it. entire world potentially listening. Well,
2: um, we're definitely going to do a new logo
1: soon. That's something we're working on.
0: The reason I brought it up though is that I, I did want to get Buck's um, perspective on his own rebranding because I think it's been how long has it been like eight, eight ten? January first. Okay, so yeah. I was close. Yeah, was it was really
3: close. The timing was perfect to do it. We discussed it in November, December, and I was like, well. We got a new year coming. Let's just do it right when January starts. So that was just kind of a clean break. Um, How's it been? Good, helpful, uh, n- seamless for the most part. You still get people. There was a while where, you, and I still do a little bit where someone will comment on something or other and go, I, I like the old name better, which is fine. Um, it doesn't bother I don't. me. But now, thank you. Um, <laughs> but it is, I just sold out quickly of the Death to Tyrants shirts that I had left in stock. And so there was almost a cool, like, I felt cool being able to say, I've got Death to Tyrants. Because for a while I was like, all right, I can't say that name anymore. I got to right. separate it. And now everyone knows, so I can still bring it up, but it's not a big deal. And so I like being able to reference, like, the old days, if you will. It sounds good. Right,
1: I like now also you've got a great merchandising option. This is another reason why we need to change the name is uh, now anytime you want to up your Patreon, you know, get people interested in uh, buying some merch and supporting the show, you go for a limited time only. You can get your Death to Tyrants T-shirts. I'm only printing up 50 of them. Get yep. them now, you know, whatever. And then people will jump on that shit.
0: It's yeah. over so, now, but you could yeah, in five years. I'm doing a limited edition five-year anniversary of the death of Death to Tyrants yes. T-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. For as little as forty nine ninety nine, you can get a signed version,
2: signed book. Yep. And we'll take a ten percent cut of that for making
3: the idea. Obviously, up for I you. thought that we yeah, got Again, fee. this
0: is all stuff that can be talked about in the business call that we're going to have immediately. We are doing that right after this, right? Bucks joining us. I invited him. Yeah. I hope it's okay.
3: Yeah, yeah. Justin,
0: we're going to make the rebranding decision in two hours, two hours from now. Um, but like, ha- have you noticed that? I mean, you don't need to get into necessarily the details of your specific numbers per se, but if you. Has it helped your show grow do you think just by by having a, a sort of a, a I don't know a less because even I like I before I knew who you were you reached out and I was and you were said I do the show Death of Tyrants and I didn't know who you were at that point and I was like yeah I'm totally down but I I had a certain image of you just from that name and I think that who you are and the the host mm-hmm. that that showed up to that interview was different than what I expected mm-hmm. only going on nothing more than the image of the name I'm picturing just an angry, you know, an angry animal who just it just wants to yell and rant and scream by the Satan, you your total. That's actually not even close to who you are. You're like a very thoughtful interviewer who really puts thought into questions and is very precise in how you go about things. So I think that the name doesn't really fit who you who you are, who you were as a show. So if that's that's why I think it was a good idea to change the name. Um, but I'm curious if if you've noticed that rebranding just doing more for what you're able to do and what you're able to accomplish and the response that you get from the show.
3: It's definitely it allows me to to throw a cast a wider net as far as guests go. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the main thing, and, and the bump in the audience. It's it's hard to to say. Well, it's because I changed the name because Thad helped with that stuff too, and so when you go on a podcast like his or something, then you automatically get a bump anyway. So, uh. The bump thing I can't speak on, really, because I combined it, again, with joining Thad's thing. But, uh, yeah, it just allowed me to cast a wider net. And and it's interesting, I don't feel, especially, like, I've heard so many people, like, say what you just said, Mark. And so now, when I reach out to someone that's kind of outside of our little circle, I don't feel weird, like, ah, this is a strange name or anything. I I, mm. I think this, this seems more... Uh, doable to not a normie because I don't have many of them on in general, but just someone who's not an AnCap. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's not an intimidating name, Counterflow. Whereas Death the Tyrants just yeah, you know, there's yeah. anger in that name. <laughs> you yeah, can't
3: deny it, so the college professors that I've wanted on, uh y- you know, even if they're affiliated with Mises in some form they would see death to tyranny oh i think we're
0: getting close to finding out one of the people to turn him
3: down. <laughs> another one just popped in my mind <laughs> another one just popped in my we're
0: gonna mind we're going to figure it out buddy. that's the goal at the end of the show it's just to be, think of two either to figure there. it out mentally like through you know mental gymnastics or to get just buck drunk enough that he just We need get we need 30. that list it's
1: like in Billy Madison where uh you know Steve Buscemi's got the list of people to kill and Buck just got I
0: that mean, as if we can he puts start with a long on. list we could just look up every mises <laughs> related scholar and then just check some it's not Anthony Samurai. name him okay? name him no
3: i actually... Actually,
0: yeah, he he's been. Uh, I've it was? I mean, no like brother, spirit. I won't do your show. Death the Tyrants is way yeah. too angry yeah. for
1: me. That's the, the worst Anthony Samroff impression I've ever heard hey, in my that's life. That's exactly That sounded like Paul. It was like Paul of the Beatles.
3: Hey, often. I'd really like to speak with you about this book I wrote. That's, that's also that terrible. He doesn't sound I've anything like that.
0: Too. Yeah. All right. Well, right. Then, let's hear yours, pal. You got to put up. Or well, shut up. let me tell you how
1: you want to talk. If you're Anthony Samaroff. first off, you have to speak a little bit slowly, and you really have to lean into the Scottish accent. That's how you talk. That's how Anthony Samaroff talks. You want to go get a more, again, more
2: quietly though. Yeah. That's pretty good. Well, let's I'm trying to. I'm to, try to get off. Yeah, I I he feel is like like I
3: could uh, <laughs> overhead press him. Yeah, oh totally. Easily. (laughs) I would I would take I love
1: Anthony, but I would take anyone in a fight angela versus anthony samaroff i <laughs> an- a an anthony understandably
0: second. thinks i'm i'm literally trying to avoid him because every time he's going to be in la i'm literally have a flight the same like the same day and are you i'm like be... i'm like you're not going to believe this dude i'm literally flying out of the country this and this has happened like twice in the last this, month.
1: uh well are you going to be are you gone this air, this episode is going to air after i i speak at the i uh, will be gone uh, the, the yes LA it will have already occurred when it. this airs okay because anthony's speaking there too on uh, saturday
0: I mean he did speak on saturday brian he, he did
2: speak unless and he you're a patron great. in
0: which in case this will happen on saturday see the time warp you get in this way you just got to pay the five damn bucks a month be a patron and then you don't got to think about when is this airing when did this happen you can see it all live it's beautiful yeah exactly anthony
2: like,
1: is like, like the one the, uh, person watching
0: right now
2: <laughs> no that's it's more than that that's just uh let don't don't believe that number there's hundreds watching right now <laughs> well hundreds will watch by the time it airs but <laughs> But uh, no, Anthony—he's yes, traveling. Like he doesn't—he doesn't live anywhere right now. All he's doing—he's yeah. traveling, speaking the around range. the United States, which is—I uh, mean—it's kind of awesome. He's you know, I,
1: everybody's libertarian drunk uncle now that just comes and sleeps on your couch, you know, tries to fondle your youngest daughter, and then moves on <laughs> to another city. Can I ask you not to? Cook which is bacon the
0: Scottish
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, I impregnated your daughter, but I have to go now to Austin. Someone's got a couch for me to sleep on, and I have to Stephen sell these Kinsella's books. That's why is open. I couldn't afford plan B without spending more
0: money on the books. I'm going on a jet ski with Stefan Kinsella
2: this evening. <laughs> see,
1: I would love to see Anthony ride Stefan Kinsella down
3: the mountain. Wasn't he there with him when he was skiing? yes some of those video clips were hilarious <laughs> anthony went up and said he thought it was uh kinsella because they all had their fucking masks and 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 beanies and all this gear on and it wasn't he's like hey you fucking little faggot <laughs> some, some guys are what oh my god i'm sorry <laughs> <thought it> was,
0: <laughs> oh i'm so terribly sorry i thought you were my Austro-Libertarian
3: friend? <laughs> I
2: don't even longer. know what accent that is. I don't either. I, I, have I no heard idea. you talking about IP, and I came running up on my. Sc- <laughs> oh, you wouldn't run on skis, but ah, oh, <laughs> can't do
1: these accents. I'll uh, leave it to professionals, guys. You know, stick to what you're good at.
0: And uh Brian, you ever been paid to, to do an accent? What's that? Hold on, Mark, you, you cut accent? Am I cutting out uh, or you just don't want to answer the question? He
2: no, said, have you ever like, been paid to do
1: an accent? <laughs> no, it was like a weird delay where I, was, I saw his mouth move and then, I don't know, Buck saw it too. I saw his hey, Mark go, and then He just the has one of those new filters That's on the camera do, yeah. where the someone Cums else's mouth, printer. actually.
2: It's his wife's yeah. mouth that is moving. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, have I been paid to do That's an That's why I'm
0: drinking the kombucha. It's not even really me. <laughs>
1: I don't know if I have. I don't think so. Well, I guess I have been when I, when I worked at Sesame then Place. Don't
0: call yourself a professional. That was not, I, Big I, bird is I, not I an got paid to
1: do Yeah, I did. Yelling at children is not
0: an impression of Big Bird.
1: Yelling at children is one of the finest skills you can master. Think about this. Think about this, guys. If I can yell at children and get away with it, who can't I yell at? That's why my show is so
3: popular.
2: Mm-hmm. Do you, that does
1: do you make voiceover work, Brian? Uh, you know, I need to. I, I've been meaning to make a demo forever and I just haven't done it. So sure. I'm hoping to, to record one at home now. So anytime. Why don't any you just do it now, now?
0: And then you don't need to record it. It's already being recorded. I know. We'll give seriously. you five minutes. I got to pee anyway. Perfect. All right, Buck, read me off some
1: lines and uh, we'll do it right here. You can produce it and be my agent. <laughs> do you do you, you
3: you get paid, though, for stand-up comedy? Yes.
1: Uh, like, I have in the past, but not <laughs> overall, no. I, I paid I in drinks, maybe? That wasn't a joke, Buck. Buck. You, you should try stand-up. You work What's in type
3: of entertainment, yes.
1: I work at, so I do public relations for a living. I'm a writer on the side. I did stand comedy for uh, everything. Uh, everything I think I mean, a lot of it's entertainment Ever industry, a lot of it's I, yeah, yeah, very Except for
3: Lions of Liberty, he refuses to do any PR yeah. for Lions of Liberty. <laughs> my brother's not there, he's and we're not interested. Senior in it. vice okay. president of PR for Fox Searchlight Films.
1: Oh, and, that's awesome. Well, he makes oh. much more money and has much more influence than I do. I, I work Dang. for a
3: boutique, agency. he's
0: got more wealth, power, and influence. You
1: might <laughs> he say. does.
3: Yes, yes. <laughs> Matt Erickson would like my brother, he'd make you know, he'd make more money.
1: Yeah, no shit. Well, I it's one and he's of those odd hate for being
3: so poor. Probably.
1: Well, we were you know, it's like I'm a boutique agency, so you know, we're. it's one of those things where the ups and downs, and I'm getting real sick of the ups and downs, and we'll see how the next couple of months go might dictate my career choices. But you get that nice you know, like the quality of life's very good in that I have I very very much dictate my schedule, what I do, I'm left the fuck alone, which is very important to me. So working in the corporate environment never appealed to me that much. A lot of but dictating when very you're stable. left alone. A lot yeah. of dictating. Left alone. So, yeah, being in the corporate environment didn't really appeal to me. But it, the stability of the corporate environment now is, uh, is appealing, especially after the pandemic, man, because it's just been a rough fucking year. Really rough. So we'll see. Yeah.
2: Well, kill killed the <laughs> show. All right, thanks, everybody. Good, good, good. Uh, I feel like we need to talk about something talk. Cont- controversial. I wish there was... Oh, yeah, let's talk about
0: uh, every controversial...
2: I d- well, I was going to say, do we, I don't want the, the biggest controversial
1: thing, you just did, you know, a show on, and it's, like, been beat to death. You know what I'm talking about, obviously. COVID? We already yes. brought Clint,
3: up. Clint's, Clint's music. Let's yes. keep beating it. I love
0: Clint's music. You know, I, I have to... All right, I got to bring it up now. Because I, for a while, I was actually saying... I don't know. It's hard. I I think that I really love your theme song, Buck. I really do. Ah, it's it's awesome. Thanks. I, I also could I like say, it too. Buck, I can Buck. Argue he really seems a the guy who's rock
1: and roll. Buck, Buck. Is that the one? Is that the old theme song? That's the old one. The old
0: ah, one. <laughs> <all right. laughs> it's been a while. But Clint Clint's original rap that he wrote that includes all the references to all these That's other awesome. libertarian podcasts. It's awesome. I love it. It's it might be my favorite. But I could call you my favorite. Other other favorite. <laughs>
3: So you're saying mine's anyway. not strictly a libertarian show.
0: Well, I, I'm saying that as a compliment. I'm yeah, saying that as, as, yes, that's yes. not a box you necessarily need to be put in, and that's part yes. of why we discussed the rebranding thing, because yeah. does of liberty put us in a box? And, it does. and it's, not, it's not even a question, it's a statement. Of course it does. It does in a sense. Whether
3: it does, sense, well, whether well, it does fuck, to us let, or let not. Me
2: ask you, let me ask you this. Do, do you consider yourself a libertarian? Or do you, put, do you put any label on yourself?
3: It depends what room I'm in and who I'm talking to. With you guys, yeah, I would say so. Um, yeah, it depends who I'm talking to. Some of the times that label's embarrassing. What uh, if you're
0: talking to Thaddeus Russell?
3: Yeah, he knows me well. I know. Um, I'd say paleo-libertarian to kind of qualify it in an easier to uh, digest way for me. But All right, so why do you... I don't want someone to think of Reason Magazine, Nick Sarwark, mm. um, Cato me that's fair what can you define
0: what what you mean by paleo libertarian because i think that is a a term that has been so misjudged in in recent times Mm. the last 20 years or so Mm -hmm. that for many people that don't really understand the history even well-meaning people who might not be of the other libertarian you might be talking about they think of it as oh yeah that's when rory rothbard liked david duke and it's it's, it's, it's libertarians embracing racism right that's what it is right but that's obviously that brought that it up
3: to me. me. That's that paleo yeah. strategy. That's when <laughs> he actually literally no, brought that's, up David Duke. That's, yeah, that's, that's, a, no, like. that's a great
1: point. That's why I don't like to describe myself in any ways close to the paleo movement because people automatically revert to that thinking.
3: um Yeah, I would just say right wing libertarian, which I think more people in the LP, well, not the LP so much, but maybe the LPMC should admit to being because a lot of a lot of them are not all of them, but. Um,
2: Yeah, They're going to get called Nazis anyway, so, you know. Yeah, I
3: mean, the
2: good ones will anyway.
3: Anyone who associates, if I say yes, I'm a paleo-libertarian and they think you must like David Duke, eh, I mean, that's not someone who I would care to associate with probably anyway. So, um, David Duke, it's funny that people still use that name. He's so irrelevant and he always has been but he's kind of this.
0: And these people couldn't name one David Duke position, nor could I, but that nor could yeah. I was going to say, nor could I, that's no. the point though. Yeah.
1: And, well, and- they, they are looking at him as like the MLK for white supremacists, which is why he's so prominent. And they can't, the reason why David Duke's so pertinent to people is that they can't think of another prominent white supremacist. Cause, cause there's, 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 no, there's right. nobody else they can think of period.
3: Yeah, that's right. You know, that's why Just Robbie, the fire and Dave. And Dave <laughs> <Dick>. <laughs> if you're, if you're some of those people, um, yeah, I just think paleo-libertarian kind of defines you. I like Lou Rockwell as one of my heroes. Jeff Deitz is one of my heroes. And so I know that they associate themselves with that, leaning that way. So that's, uh, I do as well. And I feel more comfortable in that uh, circle. Where this is the question. I have
1: have been, you found, well, I'll say, have on. you found you, have your opinions, have your viewpoints, has anything changed over the past couple of years?
3: Oh, fuck yeah. I <laughs> I asked someone that, and I also won't say who, but someone said no to that question. Um, I don't even know that's how. Always, that's,
2: that's scary
0: when you hear that. Even yeah. if nothing crazy yeah. happened, that the answer—that's th- a scary answer because we should really always be reanalyzing things, taking in new information. It doesn't mean your base philosophy needs to change, but if your perspectives right. aren't changing, then I don't. Then you're just asleep. And that's
3: what I like about this. Uh, now I'm almost hesitant to say post-libertarian because it keeps getting thrown about now and now that's getting... Yeah. Like, and now yeah, it's a new label. It's like trying yeah, to escape like, one label and, and getting... Right. A and it's like, whatever. Sure, if, if you say that, you say that. And I like the way Pete was describing it on his last show, but that's all we're doing is just discussing new ideas. It's not like we're saying, I hate libertarianism or anything like that. We're just discussing... It's like you keep reading and you have new ideas. You can banter them about. Maybe you don't like it. And... Yeah. The, the the biggest thing I learned from the last 18 months is you don't really need government to enforce a lot of tyranny. Uh, a, yes. lot of, a lot of yes. your neighbors do it voluntarily, even in Texas, to an extent. I was in Austin. It was worse there, but I moved away. Um, but the corporate thing is v- becoming pretty apparent. I don't know if you guys listen to uh, Malice's new show with Alex Jones. I, yep. I've been listening. Not yet, to- no. Oh so my God, it's,
0: it's good. It's, it's really not curious. like Joe Rogan level great, but it's it's enjoyable. I shouldn't but say. He, yeah, he used Alex
2: to was on his best behavior for he was. Alex. Yeah, yeah, he was very, uh, nah, very. I, tame.
1: That's
0: interesting because with Malice,
1: I thought he'd be on. you know, it would just be a real uh, shit show. We got a new uh, comment. Malice kept oh, it. Oh,
3: there's
0: my Someone man. Someone here cares. <laughs> Why isn't he asking us about money? I don't get it.
2: (laughs) Um, Malice kept it very structured for the most part. He had like a list of questions. Stop having flat butts, libertarians.
3: (laughs) But But I've listened to Alex. You know, he's from here. So I've listened to him for since the late 90s. And it was really nice to hear him kind of evolve over the years into where he realizes Sandy Hook was fake. Not kidding. Um, uh, (laughs) Sexy boys. Well, we're
2: kicked off YouTube now. I'm joking.
3: Um, (laughs) YouTube people. But uh, to realize that the corporate stuff, for one, they're not private entities. They're all funded by government and and, and propped up by government, to say the least. And so to realize that's the new power, it's not necessarily government guns coming after us in the way that libertarians, including myself, Mm. have always... um, qualified tyranny but it's it's your neighbors sometimes it's corporate power sometimes uh Mm -hmm. propped up by government of course and it's always
0: been it's 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 really the it's the realization now it's the realization realization. this is something i know that like we've been talking about this internally and maybe it's leaked in the podcast here and there for years but there's so much i mean this is murray rothbard's thing it's uh do you hate the state and yes, I hate the state. I hate what happens as a result of the state. But what do I hate when I hate the state? What am I really hating? Well, what is the state? The state is a manifestation, essentially, of what most of my family and neighbors want in some way, shape, or form. So do I hate my family and neighbors? No, I want to hmm. change the way they see the world, and I want to I want to change what manifests in the, world, in the world due to what I see as their very poor beliefs. Right. But
1: I,
2: well, do also, I hate yeah. them? No.
0: I hate what they conceive. Agreed. And it's like,
1: you know, one of those things where we can look at the damage the state does, right? Mil- you know, obviously the war on drugs, obviously the military industrial complex and the damage it does overseas. But when you look at the reality of most people's everyday lives, you know, their neighbors are far more dangerous. Like you talk about black Americans, you know, the lynchings that happened typically weren't at the state doing those lynchings. Those mm. are neighbors doing those lynchings. Those are people in the in that they probably met that they know that are doing those lynchings. You know, it's the people yep. that now that are calling for, you know, that'll rat you out and, and, uh, yes. you know, or scream at your house or these, these groups now that surround people's houses, these woke mobs that surround people's houses. Those are people's neighbors, you know,
3: it's no so one from DC. It's no one from Washington, DC, unless you live there.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's, exactly. Yeah,
3: exactly. And, and I, I saw one of my, uh, red pill moments through 2020 was I was in the music scene in Austin. And i would see musicians that i had played music with saying things on one hand defund the police on the other hand if someone leaves their house this summer last year uh there should be police drones filming them and having them arrested immediately and it's like damn so so the military the industrial complex the, the police industrial complex They've got voluntary soldiers. Exactly. Who it's on one hand, claim to hate them. On the other hand, will do their work for them. And so that's, that's a whole nother level. It's stuff that I wasn't ready to uh, deal with until it happened. And it's like, wait a second.
1: Right, exactly. And yeah, it's, it's like, you know, a lot of the policies put into place are supported, like you say, supported by these willing people. And and it's also those things where a lot of the shit the government gets away with, they could not get away with if at some level there wasn't yes. the will of the people behind them, at least initially. And that's the terrifying mm-hmm. thing, too, and why we have to constantly be pushing back against this, because the will of the people enables X, Y and Z continues to grow from there. And then we see people be complacent. And I've argued this before in the past, too, is that. And other people have made this point. It's not exclusive, but we have it so good in this country, too, that people typically will overlook so much because their everyday lives really aren't impacted. You know, it's Correct. Just, they, they're, they don't give a shit about the war on drugs because it's not impacting them. They don't give a shit out the military industry complex because it's not impacting them personally. And, you know, for the most part, a lot of people's taxes, if they're not getting paid off by the government to not complain about their lot in life, well, they, they can survive. They still have a house. They still have access to all the cheap food, the cheap amenities, the cheap goods yeah. and services that
3: are provided to us. So yes. they're not going to. That's the difference between the brave new world thing and the, uh, I've had too much bourbon already. A Brave New World. That's not true. No, no, you so have not had enough possible. bourbon,
1: and the, the lack of bourbon is getting the In way In 1984. You're oh, this yeah. goddamn background is making me so angry. I'm losing my fucking mind. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> 19- fine. Yeah, it exactly. Aldous Huxley good. versus, uh, yeah, exactly.
3: Correct. Yeah. Well, I One mean. They, the- they lull you to sleep and allow you to just be fulfilled with these cheap, flimsy pleasures, and you just want what they give you. The other thing is that they're actually actively taking over with guns. It's, it's a difference. Right. And we're, yeah.
1: Yeah. And we know that in America, because we've lost so many wars. Sorry, Odie. Uh, <laughs> no, keep issues. interrupting me. I know. Sorry. We know, you know, we've seen a hot war where the United States government actively fights against its own population. The United States government is likely to lose because we lose all the time yeah. against yeah. Uh, you know our smallly armed populations. Yes, so That's not you. true, Brian. You don't have it any nukes. Yeah. You don't have any nukes. You would lose. <laughs> Hands up, don't nuke. Hands up, don't nuke. forthcoming Mark, it's forthcoming to the Lions Liberty Store. Um,
2: Will it be in the store by the time this airs? Can we say it is? Probably not. But you should go to Lions Liberty Store to check it out. And That's yeah, like for twenty our- percent order anyway.
0: All of our other great
2: shirts there.
0: But you we know, we do not we have, have it, the tire insurance, unfortunately. <laughs> no, sadly, I don't we should, I'm sold out. Nobody we should have
1: bought one and sold it on our
0: store <laughs> at a five,
1: a five times markup. <laughs> <laughs> you should.
3: And if you have anything to say about it, talk to Stephen Kinsella. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but no, the point I would, I just want to finish Steph up a little talk. To talk. Is that is that, you know, the government, when you look at it, their option, they have no option to have a hot war here domestically. Their only option is to slowly drown us in a warm bath where people are too content and too happy and too sedated yeah. to put up a fight.
0: They're not yep. doing a very good part of the too content part right now. Well, but people I, are I angry think... at
2: each other, not the government. I don't Mm -hmm. think they have to. Yeah, they're obviously trying to do that, and they'll always try to do that. But they don't have to keep us content anymore, and they don't have to kill us. And you've talked about this, Brian, and we've probably all talked about it on our shows. All they have to do is take away our access to uh, influence people, to have a podcast, to be on YouTube, to to have a platform. They can cut you off like that, no problem. I mean, we've been demonetized for two years now on YouTube yeah so, Have you really? they, haven't they, take, they haven't taken it away but they've <laughs> no way to get it, it fixed
1: we can't figure out how to fix it
2: <laughs> i think yeah. alex jones was talking about that he did uh, on, on part of the show today yep. where you know just in order for him to you know accept credit cards and and you know banking and all that stuff he has to pay more money like right now they're still letting him do it but well you just got to pay a little more the fees are going to be this much higher so at some point it's going to be well you know what no no more we, We're, we don't person. want your money anymore
3: yeah, and I and he he made a very good point because I've heard I don't like when conspiracy theorists come after Alex. Maybe because I'm biased because I've heard him for so long, and they'll say, "Well, he's just part of the the system, and he's he's uh, you know controlled opposition and all this stuff." <laughs> I always think you're, you're just jealous because he got more famous than you did doing the same thing. But they've they've always said, "Well, if he was really a, if he was legit, they'd take him out." And to your point, John, he mentioned this on Malice's show. They have taken him out. Uh, they, they've taken him off every platform that he was on. That's how you do it now. You're, they don't need to come to his door and shoot him. Yep. They need to take him off of every platform that he was on. And they did that. They did it to the president, yep. crazy enough. Yep. And so that's, and Vin Armani spoke on this too. They're not going to come and take your gun. They're going to uh, lock the out. I mean, No,
1: <laughs> They'll make it, because taking, coming and take your gun. I mean, either way, if, you, if they come and take your gun and you go out shooting, now you're a real martyr, right? And there's that yeah. whole big conversation about martyrism and all that other <laughs> shit. Um, then you're a real martyr. If you just de-silence somebody, de-platform them, undermine them, and make yeah. them out to be a kook, then they just fade away. Yep. You know? Neil Diamond. Uh, Neil Young was right. <laughs> better to burn out than to fade away. Or Neil
2: Diamond. Maybe better to burn out than to fade away. So, yeah. Which it it kind of worries me, like to go back to what we were talking about with, you know, the the complicated um, entanglement between the state and corporations and how we have corporations really exacting, in many cases, more tyranny than this than the state. And what Dave Smith is doing or will be doing um, when he runs for president, running a libertarian campaign, it's difficult to run a political campaign against the government, um, you know, trying to make government smaller, and also against corporations. I, I don't know how you really do that, honestly, and communicate it in a cohesive way. Because I don't know how to communicate what the solution needs to be in a uh, in a coherent way. It's not easy, cohesive. John.
0: You just end the state and the corporations.
2: I think. Well, <laughs> look, I, I hate to I hate
1: to come back and and uh, plug an episode that I already no, did. You don't. But, I I don't hate it. I love it. But no, I think it, I, I honestly believe, you know, I did an episode called You're Not The, right? And the emphasis was on changing the way we message. And I do think this is an important thing, even though I don't know if I convinced anybody in the episode, but a lot of what we're communicating gets much less complicated if you just make it personal to people. You know, it's like I was talking about. So instead of attacking corporations as a monolithic thing, we must attack corporations, attack people's individual ways in which they're affected by crony capitalism, by corporations and the government being tied in together and point that out in a way that's relatable and makes them think of other ways that they are being impacted. If you do that, then you start a cascade in their mind that's actually be far more effective than just saying, look at that big fucking thing, because people are going to go, what do we do about that big fucking thing? I don't know. But if you got people pissed off thinking about how they've been wronged by that thing, how their everyday lives are impacted by that thing, then they might actually start to think of ways that they personally can fight back against it. Look at the fight back against the cable companies. Right. Everybody said, I'm cutting the cord. Now, granted, it's all fucking stupid because now we all have 60 different uh, subscriptions which I just wish they put it back together in a thing called Cable again. And I can have no, it all in it's one still,
2: It's still place. better. Cable's still horrible. <laughs> that's, I don't that's, care that's, what anyone says. So. Chris Spangl, your if you're listening, uh, fuck your cable, Chris Bangle. You sound what? like Chris
0: Bangle right now, Brian. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like whatever.
2: Right I got to subscribe to 17 different,
0: no you don't. I you am seven, Chris Spangl. I know. <laughs> but but well, so you I know realize what I'm saying this, Brian McLean is the co-host of the Mrs. Pat the Miss Pat show. So. <laughs> <laughs> Pat
1: but Pat. you know what I'm saying though is that look, that that got people thinking about the way they were personally being impacted. Everybody cut the cord, now they have more selection, right? We've opened this up, more freedom, more choice. Do that with everything. Make it fucking personal, and people will find ways to uh, to expand their own freedom within that context.
2: Well, killed the show again. Thanks a lot, Brian. No, well,
1: good. I can go out on a fucking high note because that was that was uh,
2: deep. Stop being poor, Brian. That's all. I'm, I'm trying. Try. Me too. God, I'm trying. Have you talked to Jason about how to stop being poor? Hey, text, I talked to everybody
1: about stop being just poor just on the street. <laughs> when I when real. I I talk to everybody on the street when I'm wiping their windshields with newspaper. Just text Jason <laughs> so how continue. do I stop, stop being poor? Me. I don't know
0: why. I've known you for years now. Just <laughs> tell me I'm gonna stop being poor. Come on. Uh, uh, I'm not e-book. poor. I'm not. I'm not rich, but I'm not poor. No, none of us are poor because poor people don't have computers and microphones. Real poor people. And I oh, think yeah. the concept of what poor is has changed so much over the last. 20 30 100 years whatever it may be that we can't even conceive what poor to me is when i'm upset because i have more bills than i'm used to or yep. you know something ha- but it, poor to any of us is not what real poor is to well, who do we blame for that history though? and many people now
2: well, you know, go see if that, you want to see real poor and you want to help real poor people go see our friends over at donor c and uh, you can make a huge difference in someone's life Absolutely. for 5 or $10. But anyway, go ahead, Brian. Quite literally, you can help people. Oh, no, I was going to say, I mean,
1: whose fault is it that we don't understand what poor is anymore? It's because the government, yours. the U.S. government has continued to support people the, and and say where the poverty line is. But they keep jacking up the poverty line and jacking up the poverty line and providing with all these services and free phones and free all this shit where you can be in the poverty line. And live a fantastic life of apartments, cell phones, iPhones, big screen TVs, and all this other
0: shit. Yeah, if you have any of those things, you're not poor. Yeah, they keep raising them, the
1: poverty poor. line up, uh, despite the fact that people, you know, millions are under it. And so we don't realize what poverty is. If they kept it at the literal line of real poverty, then we'd go, oh, shit. And we'd also realize how good everybody else has it.
3: Or how good we have it. Is that a Zipix?
1: It is a Zippix. Zipix. They're no longer a sponsor though, so don't buy them until they well, come they're back. They're not
3: on. no longer a sponsor. They that, can that's,
1: still that's, use the code, the code. No, the use The
2: code. They, uh, maybe oh, you there's...
1: can. Actually, you can probably still use the code. Uh, say... uh, lion or roar. Roar is the last code. But um, It'd be bad business sure.
2: to take the code away.
1: Or counterflow. Never it take would the be code stupid away. <laughs> to take the code away. Yeah.
2: Use promo code. <laughs> death oh yeah, of Buck. Tyrants.
1: Buck, uh, Buck referred them to us. Thank you for that, Buck.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we use referral code Death the Tyrants for that. That one. Uh, anyway, Paloma Verde, uh, check out Paloma Verde CBD because it's awesome and the gummies are delicious. And also you can use discount code ROAR for 25% off your order. Thank you. you We're actually, I mean, the sponsorship has begun in theory, but um, yeah, I, I'm waiting for the product in the mail. I haven't actually had their stuff yet. I'm to so good. I don't want to lie to you, but it's yeah. on the way and it won't be here by the time the show ends. So that's why I'm just saying, I'm assuming. Well,
1: yeah. I'm going to actively be quiet since I've been. Uh, now I've had a martini and a half, which is why I'm going on. on I have rant, now upgraded rant, to whiskey.
0: At some point when you guys were ranting, I snuck away and there's now whiskey in my.
2: Are you drinking in my out of. Uh, what do you. What is yeah, yeah, it? Like it's
0: like one of these. Is that uh, is that one of those urine cups
2: you get at the doctor's? <laughs> like yeah, it's exactly double my urine. <laughs> urine. I drink. Cup
1: you
0: don't do that. <laughs> so you guys don't do it like this. Mark just takes them off the counter
1: as he leaves and he's like,
0: free cups. Yeah, I take the pee cups. <laughs> I drink the whiskey. Two hours later, I pee it out. Then I drink it. That's not.
1: Well, urine is sterile, so I mean yeah. yeah. Which is why there was a James Bond movie one time where James Bond threw urine in somebody's eyes, and I was like, That wouldn't do anything. Urine in your eyes wouldn't even hurt. It's sterile. It's it would not be it's, annoying, a, it's not it's, it a,
0: it's not high acidic content. hmm It's really if you didn't know it was pee, you'd probably be like, Why is this why are you throwing apple juice at me? If you knew yeah. it was you'd be like maybe a little more annoyed.
2: So why is R. Kelly in so much trouble? Mm-hmm. I mean that's the that's question probably that has to do that's with the, the underage,
1: no, underage girls but oh, that do, we, do we want to go down that, that uh, second, Avenue, that uh, avenue Of, about of age of
0: consent Guys I need a second I'm, I'm going to bring in a caller I've got Thaddeus Russell on the line to discuss this, this <laughs> oh, uh, Thaddeus Could you please tell me your position on underage girls And if they exist Buck you can you can take the question <laughs> mm. <laughs> That was. Ha- uh, I'm that was just very- having fun. We. I love Thaddeus, and I love. And it, this is one of the latest libertarian controversies we can get into. It we cannot, but there we something can. happened on Twitter, and Thaddeus has been talking with us for years, so it's nothing new for him. But I don't know how it became a new thing on Twitter, where mm-hmm. the, the just the concept of age of consent that is something that he questions, and I think it deserves questioning, and yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that without ever thinking one second that I support molesting children or taking advantage of people, and neither does Thaddeus Russell, because I've heard him talk about this a lot, but when things get turned into a Twitter feud or a Twitter soundbite or whatever, they turn into a new thing. Doesn't mean I agree with his position necessarily, but I think it's a concept worth talking about, because it's it's extremely important, because what happens to children is extremely fucking important. Mm -hmm. And that's my setup for you guys to start talking about things.
3: I'm in a telegram group with uh, the Hoppians, who are obviously... All far right wing, all
0: racist, yes, a-
3: anarchists, and and I found it really refreshing that as that controversy was happening, I, I was in that group, and ninety five percent of them were on Thad's side. That is and, fascinating. And they said uh, they were a little embarrassed for for right wingers. They said uh, the pedo. Insult is the right wing version of saying you're racist over it to- anything. It in this absolutely town. is slightly like Ugh, I don't like that. It's like it's a hold good on, comparison. think it through. Mm. And all he's saying, and I, 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 had just hung out with him like two weeks prior to this blowing up.
1: The two of you and a couple of twelve year olds just yeah. I mean, a great no, Deb Jesus,
0: the
3: yes, <laughs> there and just fawning. All Thad's point is, it's very much like the war on drugs, and I think John would appreciate this. Like. Is it really worth locking people up and/or putting them on some list for the rest of their life if they're eighteen and their girlfriend's sixteen? Yeah, they're ridiculous. in high school still. That's crazy. Yeah,
1: that's, the Romeo Juliet
0: shit is just in, in absolutely
1: yeah. insane.
3: That's his main point, and and so well, I, I think where
0: of- he gets more ire is when he brings up the concept, the idea that it it that what matters to an extent is if the the child or whatever you want to call them feels victimized or not. I think that's where he got a lot of pushback. When he said, some someone presented a scenario, I think this is how it started actually, if like a 40-year-old teacher sleeps with a student because the student wants whatever. I don't know if they want better grades, maybe they really like the teacher, and the teacher sleeps with that student. Is that wrong
2: or not? Or should it be illegal? I don't I don't, I don't remember how, what the actual well, I mean, it, was. It happens all the time with... With men, with with boys in high school, high school boys. Yeah, it happens a lot with teacher, teachers. Teachers in their twenties yeah. and female teachers in their twenties and thirties. They're usually pretty hot. I know. Yeah, I've. And those. So I mean, I would, Every almost time I'm looking, matters. I'm like, really?
1: Why did that not really?
3: happen to me? I
1: know. Uh, yeah. our, actually, I would, our buddy, our buddy Ackland, banged his teacher. Hey, don't come on. You can't. Uh. <laughs> he did. He banged his teacher. He was a he was weed and he, weed, and he sold her weed and then he banged her. Then he banged her. Yeah, I, was, and I He was I not that good looking. And here still in Texas, nice. it'd be
3: some thirty-something-year-old <laughs> beautiful teacher of female yeah. that slept with like a sixteen-year-old guy, and I would think, "Damn, the luck of that son of a bitch!" Seriously, I never, I never
0: it's like <laughs> South that. Park where and they're that like, kid "Nice." Has been talking about that did his he, whole life. Did he get his, his luckiest boy two in two the world, world trophy? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, and I, I think it's an interesting idea. Like, yeah, I think it's easy when we say the eighteen-year-old dating sixteen-year-old, but I think it is. I don't want to say more complicated, but it's very different when we are talking about the 40 year old with the 14 year old. And and they're like I I'm I'm I don't know, I'm not trying to carry water for anybody or represent misrepresent anyone's anyone's position, but that often will bring up the idea that if the if the person doesn't feel victimized, are they really a victim? And I think that, that's where it gets sh- it gets tricky for all of us because I don't know, an eight year old might not feel, and, and I'm going from 14 to eight for a reason because a 14 year old, I think does have more cognizance than an eight year old and nowhere near the cognizance of a 24 year old. And that's what makes all this difficult is because
2: we're all talking about spectrums here. And I can tell you ten-grant. for a fact, eight year olds are all idiots, but well, right. yeah, that, oh. well, that that's why also... I went to eight year
0: olds. Cause I think we would all <laughs> obviously say, an eight year old, even if they don't feel victimized, can be victimized. And but, that's but, kind uh, of the this, idea.
1: But there's also the idea here's where I disagree with Thad on this point, though, is, is that if somebody doesn't necessarily feel victimized, there's also grooming where you can be groomed along the way, in which you're not going to feel victimized because you've been groomed to not feel victimized. You, you've yeah, basically been conditioned mentally to accept that, to view it as a good thing. So, and that, and that can happen at any age, by the way, but it does yeah. become a lot easier than your when you're 40. <laughs> yeah, <it> can, exactly. <laughs> totally. I mean, We've we've groomed Buck to come on this show, and you know, and he <laughs> wanted to come example. on it like an idiot, so he's been groomed perfectly. <laughs> Grooming so, him for years, he, we he groomed him it. to come on this show about child molestation. So, <laughs> <laughs> this
0: is a grand scheme, but
2: you know this what I'm saying? Like, it's the grand level.
1: That's, that's where that standard doesn't really hold water because you cannot st- simply stay if they don't feel victimized it's the only standard I could agree with is that if you go okay if they are cognizant if they know what they're doing if they seem to have an, an adult mentality as far as the topic is concerned but even that's so subjective how do you yeah. prove it What's well, up, what saying and, that, and that's why I can't even support that. And that's why that's the only reason I say I think there has to be a hard cutoff, and I'm not saying it has to be eighteen. But who decides? I it? think sixteen might make more sense. Even fifteen would make mis- sense to me because kids are already having sex at that age. Well, I think the fact it, that you're saying it like you're not this proves how
0: how not hard it can be. Because yeah. if you're saying maybe sixteen, maybe fifteen, well, then why should the guy at, at if you decide or whoever decides sixteen? And again, we have the same problem: the sixteen and one day year old with the fourteen year old. Well, why right, it depends, now, so and right.
2: it depends on the individual. And also, I think it's it's different between a the like sexes. That? I know co- controversial, but there's two different sexes. Only two in, the, in this <laughs> and world. We only have so. two of
0: them represented here right now. So that's
2: <laughs> guess. Guess which one is. I'll leave that up to the listeners
3: <laughs> and the viewer. And the punishment comes into it as well because it, you can't put someone. If it's if you're dealing with again fourteen and sixteen or, or or fifteen and seventeen, you can't put someone on a list for the rest of their life right. for something so ridiculous like that. That's a good point so, too.
0: Assume it's a real crime. Like assume a twenty four year old literally took advantage of say a sixteen year old, and we maybe we all agree society the four of us all agree it was wrong. Should that person have to be on a list when they're fifty four? Right, and, right, and, that, and they and they and they can't even like move to a neighborhood that's within seven miles of a school or whatever the fuck it is. Should that person's life be ruined, even if we agree it's a, a they did the wrong thing? Can these list comedic, makers
1: can these list makers just look at the picture of the sixteen year old and be like, she's pretty hot? I think we all I agree to come down. I get to the hotness it. Of I Get everyone. It. <laughs> you got to take the hotness into account here, <laughs> you know? But no, no, that's a good point. Um, it's also, I mean, I I think. Yeah, they definitely, they, I don't think, I don't approve of the list of child molesters because it's so broad. Like, you even hear what people are arrested for and put on that list for, it's very right. broad. It's not even necessarily fucking, it can be getting, like, there was one story I remember. It was a guy that got texted a picture. He didn't even ask for it. Hmm. His younger girlfriend sent him a picture of her tits on text message. He was 17 and she was 15 or something like that. And because of that, He ended up getting on this sexual molester list, getting on, you know, having some charges that were, I think, you know, delayed. He didn't go to jail, but put on you know, criminal record, put on probation. And it's like, he's like, I didn't ask to get sent these titty pictures, man. Like, what do you want me to tell you? So yeah, the, the list itself, any list, any government list is bullshit, period.
2: I think we need a child, like under the age of, I don't know, some cutoff, there but is again, a, uh, the a, czar, a czar that is elected by the people look, that determines look, each case.
1: I think, Odie, I think we can all agree. Let's all of this right now. We're going to settle it right here with this brain trust. There Maybe we a, can just settle it. The look, four of us. Uh, all right. This a is a
0: post pedophilia panel, right? There here. is
1: a fucking. <laughs> we need to move on past There's path. a fucking age we can all agree is too young, right? We can all agree it's too young. Why don't we talk about it? Why don't you? Let's all of us throughout an age you think is. One hundred percent too young. Here's the issue, and we can do, and we can argue about it.
0: Here's the issue: no matter what age anyone says right now, you still have the issue of what is the arbitrary reason that one day above that age makes a difference to one day below that age, and there's mm-hmm. never going to be a good answer. And so I'm, I can't. And
1: there's
2: never individuals
0: an different. I mean, well, I, I don't know. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, I agree. But at some point, I don't know. There's got to be an agreed agreed on standard. And yeah, you can argue about All right, it. If you've
0: had a bar mitzvah, you're good. To yeah, it should probably and be just, a lot lower than it is to be honest.
2: I'm going to say, thing. well, if we go with libertarians, since most libertarians 25 aren't even having sex yet, so we can start at 25, 30,
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: <30? laughs> yeah, 30. Liber- okay, we have regular people age and libertarian age.
1: Libertarian 30, regular libertarian people uh, 40. Age of consent 56. <laughs>
2: Um, yeah, re- I'm laughing, like that. but that's—I mean, Mark's talked about this a little bit, but that's—that's that's terrifying. It is, that yeah, like, it is. I, I, that's I, not just libertarians. I think that that stat ever. is like uh, the United States, like I, it's happening. That's that stat, the, the fertility yeah. stat. I mean,
0: this yeah. is really scary stuff.
1: Well, getting back, I'm going to yeah. go with. I, I think 13 is a little too young for me. I'm going to go 14. That's, <laughs> I'm going
0: to isolate that soundbite. Right there. <laughs> that's, that's the new my intro. To my, that's
1: the new intro to Electric Liberty Land. please going to go with
0: a fourteen-year-old, please. Yeah, uh, I think Esquire. I think
1: fourteen is. Even though I still think that's a little young, I think that that could be an absolute dead set cutoff, and and you could have maybe you could have a little gray so, zone. So
0: under you your know. idea, if a sixteen-year-old fucks a fourteen-year-old, sixteen-year-old in jail.
1: Well, uh, that's. I was going to add this contingency, in. Yeah. I do think there has to be. And that's it. You nailed the age, the age difference. I think yeah. two year, the two year gap. If they're if they can overlap in school, actually, if they can overlap in school, yeah, not two that's different a, that's schools not in an the unreal, same unreasonable school, comparison, right? If you can overlap in the same school, which a lot of us is four years, you can date. I actually that's like it.
0: that one the best. If you're in the same school, you can fuck. Yeah, that's actually yeah. yeah. Then, you're have, then you're gonna have in the same school. If society's gonna agree that you can intermingle all the time in the same area, that's the standard, really. If you can all work together, you can all fuck. If you can all be in army together, you can all fuck. If you can all be in the same school, you can all fuck. Not mm. the teacher's the same. I mean obviously we have to say that differently, but I think that's actually a, the more reasonable than a random age cutoff. I just got up to get water from the bathroom, realized my, my bedroom up, door Brian and McCoy the hallway. Goes back to middle school. you <laughs> <laughs> just watch. Hey, to try it again, everybody.
3: Hey, hey Billy fellow kids. <laughs> He's going to get his backpack and his, his clear pencil holder. Exactly. I right
1: like, like the Steve hey, Buscemi. Fellow hey, fellow kids. Uh I'm no, just laughing.
0: We're, we're, I'm yelling about childhood like, You don't uh, need to molestation. When you walk away. You just do it quietly.
1: No, 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 no. I'm back because of the funniest. So I got up to get my my drink of water and uh, i realized that i left my door open that goes straight through the bedroom straight down the hall and all the doors are open to my you know one and a half year old's bedroom and she was
2: she was sitting up eyes wide open listening in horror. With so, eyes and
0: horror uh, sorry is brian has to have a little talk tonight with his wife <laughs> 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 but his position on children but anyway that actually in all seriousness that makes a lot more sense than any any other random age cutoff. The random it's, age thing is is causes so many problems.
2: It's yeah. Yeah, it's. I mean, the main point here is it's completely insane. For if you have an eighteen year old and a sixteen year old, yes. seventeen year old and a fifteen year old, for one of them to have or for the older one to have their life ruined because mm-hmm. they had sex. That's just insanity. Yep.
0: Yeah, I mean, we could even determine, like, okay, maybe this thing, quote-unquote, shouldn't be allowed. Maybe there should be a punishment at certain ages. But no matter what, I mean, it's it's worse than the felon label. Like, the felon label hinders youth all throughout life. I'd rather be a felon than on the sex offender list. Yep. Because I can explain to someone why I'm a felon. I I don't think I can explain to anyone why it's not a big deal that I'm on the sex offender list and try to work my way around society with that. And that was Uh most likely or more likely... Probably something innocent. Not innocent in the in a sense that obviously but that, that's the point though that people assume sex offender list this is uh you know a, a rapist when yeah. it could just be an eighteen year old who slept with a sixteen year old and that should not be ever be in the same category right. as or, maybe someone who who raped eight we, eight women, but
2: they're the same person according to that list. Or Correct. just send a picture on their phone. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly yeah, right. yeah, yeah, Even well, more and, innocent, you're right.
1: And the yeah. thing is, too, it's like you know, you think about, like you're saying, your life's ruined if you see the application. You're an employer, you're whatever it is, uh, Matthew Erickson, and the younger one needs her, his, her life ruined too. Half the time that does happen. Uh,
0: but and I believe that's the point. also this, he you're, says you're doing a, ch- a background check or a job not check. Being poor.
1: Stop <laughs> being poor and you'll stop being molested. All right. <laughs> it's it's the that's
0: version, simple. The Here's the thing. if you're 14 and poor, 14. then that.
2: It's the oh, state. Sorry, we, we, laugh at, we laugh at Matt for that critique, but he's he's right. I mean I Buck laugh Matt at the poor. meme. You know, I, I, laugh meme. Right?
1: I don't laugh at Matt for it. Matt's absolutely Buck. right. <laughs> poor Buck is a he's a, a,
3: a very polite person and he's,
1: and he's not screaming over us. You have to learn to scream over
0: us.
3: You actually yeah, I, that, I, My that, point was just it's the state version listen, of, of the Listen, Mr. Demi Tyrants, tyrants. time to scream over us. The Me Too movement went all the way from uh, this guy raping chicks to Louis C.K. asking for permission, getting permission, and then mm-hmm. doing his thing in front of a woman. And, oh, then it went oh, to Aziz Ansari. Worse.
0: Aziz sorry
3: <laughs> Just yeah. having
0: a fucking fine date that went a okay. D- and d- yeah, a-, a, a
3: date that okay. she
1: did nothing what? wrong the entire time. Yeah. So I mean, to it's been the hard. sex
3: offender list should be a 17 year old and a 15 year old that hooked up in high school versus also a 50 year old and a four year old it's all the same well that's that's insane and that's the point yeah mm-hmm. right and that's why we need libertarian pedal court moderated
0: oh,
1: by, by that's a re, we just found a rebranding
2: we did there you go <laughs> we
1: got
3: <Rebranding> it. Solved. <laughs> all the rest that would, that that would get us some attention that's for sure. wwe court in the back <laughs> and the undertaker prevailed or yeah. presided over all of the cases so that's
0: not a storyline that's like that's real, real life this is actually yeah. an interesting concept of like private court actually Yes. Uh, but no. I'm, glad, I'm glad you brought this up. and I'm glad you reminded, my, reminded me why we need to start a wrestling podcast someday here. Oh,
1: I think you are going to say why we need to uh, run with this libertarian pedicord idea. Just uh, <laughs> not, justice. That too. We'll name him a justice. Justice uh, Gene Epstein. So he'll see <laughs> it. All right. Uh, <laughs> so who's, who will pedicord. be? Uh, you are the pedophile. Oh. I mean, sir, please I'm come not up here to defend Jacob. yourself.
0: Glenn Jacobs is my my justice of, of this libertarian, not libertarian pedo court necessarily. I don't think he's going to be in for that. I think he's going to stay a mayor. He doesn't have a choice. So he, he's been drafted. It's too late. Um, no, but this is what Buck is talking about is in the WWE locker room over the you know over the decades. Whenever someone would have an infraction, meaning they didn't necessarily break a law, a law of the locker room, meaning they they crossed someone in some way they would have a way to settle it privately. They didn't go to the boss. They didn't go to Vince McMahon. They went to wrestler's court and they had a hearing in, in the locker room <laughs> and the Undertaker was so respected over the years that he became basically like the final arbiter. But he earned that. He earned that. If he didn't. He wasn't a tyrant. He wasn't a dictator who assumed that title violently. He was given that title due to the respect that he had earned over the years of being this kind of arbiter and yep. people would respect his decision. And that is a very good analysis uh, analogy of what a... Liberty court would be it would be yes. something or a, a more libertarian society where we judge things in a better way when we appoint someone to be the judge not because they seized power but because they earned respect because they earned the respect and people in the whole society generally agree we can all trust this person or this group or whatever it may be to be a fair arbiter it doesn't mean they're going to decide in our favor it means we respect the decision and that is that is a great model for Liberty court or libertarian pedal court or whatever it may be we're
3: going to have LPC. Justice Jeff Deist will decide if Dave Smith or Vin Armani was correct on the Predator. <laughs> also, there will be mud, mud wrestling match to determine. Yes. In the- Hi. <laughs> oh,
0: oh, man. Like well, should we just go there since we've circled back there?
3: yeah we can circle
0: back wait
2: wait wait sure. into the Vin and Dave thing is, is this, is this oh, on go. the main show or is this bonus show well, we can decide it
0: we've been gone for a while now we could uh we could dovetail into bonus content and really tease the patreon if we if we want um I wouldn't mind going a little bit how about we do this let's do about 10 more minutes or so we'll see where that takes us and then if if buck if you got a little more time if you guys got a little more time we'll do you know a little bit of a bonus show too and and go a little sure. deeper I got
3: plenty of time.
0: Well, so let's on Central surface time, level right? talk about it. Let's surface level talk about it. How about that? Right, what
1: do we part, call it? We, we're talking Dan Spots' essential time, too. Dan, uh, from System is Down. What do we call it? Dickhead time? Cocksucker time. Cocksucker time. We call it Cocksucker time. <laughs> yeah, CT. Because it's so annoying to remember <laughs> for us that aren't on it.
3: It's so. only the center of the country.
1: Well, the center of meant- the dick. A center of the dick might be the biggest part, but it's the least interesting. <laughs> Wow, nobody goes. True. Nobody, no chick you walk up to is like, "How big's the center of your dick?" They don't
2: fucking care.
0: Has any chick ever been ha- ha- said how big is any specific part of anyone's dick? Has anyone ever it's said probably
2: that? also the most important part of your dick? I would think the center. I mean, it's well, whatever it is, right?
0: So here's the question: You know, you get your Here, dick this really. Went, I thought
2: we were going to do like Vin
0: Armani and Dave. <laughs> oh yeah,
3: yeah. Go yeah go sorry, we're we'll saying this. Yeah, we got off tech. With Ody, you, thing thing and, you know, and you come in with that detail. Listen
1: podcast. to Odie's other podcast, Center Dickin, where Odie goes around and measures the center of people's dicks. Here's my it. Statement. It, is a
2: little su- it is a little surprising that I hey I had this Felony Friday podcast talking to people who've been through prison and not have one person
3: talk about getting raped on the podcast. I would've, that would have been one of my questions every time. <laughs> Yeah, I
0: that's,
1: be- that's
2: a good I question. It just doesn't really happen. Does it mean it didn't often.
3: happen, or does
0: it mean you just didn't ask the hard questions?
2: Maybe I didn't hard. ask the hard questions because
0: I don't believe I've ever heard you explicitly say. By the way, <laughs> ever get raped? Never heard that.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, this is also really fucked up, but I i mean, I have had as women. As soon as I, as soon as I end the interview, I, it's the first thing I ask. <laughs> I have. <laughs> I just don't even record it. I just want to ask it. Um, yeah. no, I, I have I had, have w- had women, women, women on though. And it, I mean, it, it's <laughs> terrible what happens to women uh, by way of male prison guards. in prison. Oh, sure, I mean, there's yeah. a lot of, that's probably where most of the abuse happens.
0: Yeah. That makes, that makes more. I mean, on TV, it, like if you just watch Oz or whatever, you just think everyone's getting raped and I'm sure male on rape happens all the time for a variety of reasons, power structures, um, this sort of I thing.
3: Argue, yeah.
0: Yeah. All of that, all of that stuff. I oh, think, yeah. I think, rape in prison is more about the hierarchies than it is in showing, you know, who's who's boss or whatever. But um, I mean, for for women to be in that situation with male guards, I, I imagine is just an entirely horrifying, more much more horrifying situation that doesn't really get talked about, you know, nearly as much.
3: They should be on the list for long term. Those guys,
1: yeah. That, there's that. You yeah. know, that's the rape list. Indeed. See, the rape Indeed. list. They should that's be in the long term list. That's a long term list. The rape yeah. list.
2: Anybody who is a prison guard for more than 20 years, I'm skeptical about yes. what's Same. happening there. Same. Yeah, um, but what if you're like I, I understand? Cruz, I understand if you spend some time in the profession, so like you're Hanks. like, oh, wow, I got to get out of here. This is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. A year or two, around, and then, then you, know. you
0: do something else. Okay. Yeah. I get that. If you've been there
3: for decades, you probably like it, and that's it's fucked up. It's, it's fucked up. I, I, I don't know. if I'm a firefighter. I don't know if people listening know that, but i have made multiple calls in, in various prisons within the city that i work in it's depressing and i always leave there going who the fuck could work there and and see this mm-hmm. on a daily basis it's so and it's just so depressing i mean the colors are bland it's you know it's yellows and tans locked up cages oh, that's racist it's, it's just you just look around and colors go colors and tans, eh? Uh, yeah, it's just gross. Who could who could walk into this daily as their office? I'd rather go to a a, a cubicle, which is also depressing, but I'd rather do that.
2: It's very depressing.
0: Oh, and Damn. Matt, Matt chimes in. I'll, I'll put his I'll put his I, I remember this too. Jason. Oh, Clark yeah, he his,
2: was. for uh, uh, Stapleton was a lot of shit. Stapleton
0: was a prison time. card at one point. But yeah, again. To Odie's point, he did it for like a year or two or something like that. Not
1: I mean, he, oh, I don't think he was, I think he was a prison guard oh. for like a couple months. That he was a cop for I think yeah. a year. Point being it's it's,
2: it, it's one of those things why like he's doing now? <laughs> you know, why young people need to work and I don't say they need to be prison guards, but need to work shitty jobs because mm-hmm. you need that motivation young to be like, fuck, I do not want to do this the rest of
0: and my if life. If you're working the shitty job when you're 45, you need, you know, that's yeah. that's the guy you gotta watch out for.
3: Yeah, that's when the Mexicans should take your job.
0: They should really take it. A 25-year-old Mexican, hopefully. Mm -hmm. But now I'm being... Ageist and racist all at once. All right, guys, before we wrap up here, I got to let you know about one of our great sponsors, our longtime sponsors at Lauren Zotti Italy. If you are a fan of coffee, if you like a nice fresh cup of Joe to wake up in the morning as I do, you're going to want to check out our friends at Lauren Zotti Italy. They deliver fine premium Italian coffees right to your door in these nice little tins that look so wonderful sitting on your counter there. And if that weren't all enough, these guys are great libertarians they are patreon supporters of this show they are absolutely worthy of your support if that all wasn't enough these guys do more than just sell coffee they also help other entrepreneurs set up their own coffee businesses help them acquire equipment acquire financing everything they need to start their own coffee business start their own coffee shops so you definitely want to check them out for that reason if that's something that's been on your mind either way just fantastic people at lorenzatti Italy amazing people fantastic people you'll want to support them if you're fans of the show heck even if you're not if you're listening to this by accident, check them out anyway. They have great coffee. Lauren Zotti Italy. You can find them at Laurenzotti.coffee. That's L-O-R-E-N-Z-O-T-T-I.coffee. And you do not want to forget your Lions of Liberty listener discount. Just use discount code ROAR for 10% off your order.
2: We want to circle back to, uh, to Vin and Dave or save that for bonus. I know we already talked about that, but... Let's tease it. And then let's do both. Let's
0: have all, all the best worlds.
2: Let, let's talk about it a little bit. Hey, I'll I'll kick it off a little bit. I mean, I, I mean you've had Vin on your show, Mark, several times, and and Dave a plethora of times, and Dave thousands of times, and I respect <laughs> both of them greatly.
0: Vin's and, never
3: yeah. debated Archie though.
2: <laughs> oh my
0: God, I want Vin <laughs> to debate Archie. That that's the de- oh my God, just that's the debate. I don't know what the premise is, but I, I want that debate now. Vin just like would hang up. I don't like, think but Are you racist, sir? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Do you like bunnies? <laughs> yeah, let me find a let me find a meme for what I want to say. Uh, <laughs> but and I and I remember like and you brought this up um, in the episode in the uh, episode with Clint um, this week or last week whenever uh, this is Aaron. And when you listening. Um, but. And I, I mean, Vin called this called this whole thing with the lockdowns, with the masking, with everything that's happened. He pretty much called everything and he and he got out. And that's I mean, I don't think anybody people do criticize him for uh, for leaving. I don't personally. I think there's um, a dumb criticisms on so many levels that I can't agreed. even. First of all, he's still in the US, so <laughs> he didn't really leave that much. And and well, you, could, you could argue that maybe he should have gone somewhere else out of the U.S. if he was really trying to leave. Yeah, if anybody should criticize him on anything, it should be, you didn't go far enough mm-hmm. outside the empire. If, if you were going to criticize
0: him, which I wouldn't on that either. But, you know, someone who really put themselves in a way better situation than never had to wear a mask. His family never had to wear a mask. His family was never locked down. His family never got yelled at by a fucking Karen like I have, like with Brian I'm sure has, like he, we probably all have at some point here. So, is that really a valid? Crit- Am I going to take anyone seriously well, that criticizes? You can criticize his viewpoints—that I'm all for. Mm-hmm. Criticize viewpoints, crit- his tactics, going after Dave—I don't care if you criticize that. But to toss out this "oh, you just ran away" thing—that's just the dumbest shit I can cr- think. About. The criticism
1: yeah. I can understand is that, and I think Clint brought this up too, and in his show is. Not everybody can do that, right? You can't. Not everybody can pick up and leave and fly and spend all the money to fly True, across the country. But more
0: people can do it than they think, and I yeah. think more, that's. One oh no, thing more that people that can
1: than they think, and, and I made this argument. All even of us domestically. here can do it. We
0: all choose not to. We everyone on this on this show right now can do it. It might be difficult. It might be uncomfortable. But very we all, uncomfortable. We all have the capability to. Do it. Yeah.
1: Well, this goes back to my point about everybody has it too comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Right. Even if mm-hmm. you're locked down, we're oh, okay. All right. I got to wear a mask all right i'll wear a mask a little bit but i'm still getting paid i'm working from home i still go out the stores are open uh i got netflix hbo max gives me fresh new movies in my liberty's doing
2: streams i'm getting fucking food delivered to your house i mean it's yeah it's that's
1: the thing is it's like yeah okay we're not in a position and that's the thing maybe it's the conflicts of technology and convenience that has kept people here maybe if it was 30 years ago, a lot more people would be like, fuck this. I'm out. But right now they're like, whatever, man, I'm getting paid. The government's paying me more than I can get to work. And that's the government's fault too. But still the inconvenience, the lockdown inconvenience, I hate it. It's fucked my business. It's fucked a lot of businesses. But the most majority of people, the everyday working people, it was great for them. It was fucking great. Why are they going to pick up and fucking leave? They're not. That's that's the counterpoint to it.
3: Well, Vin's not talking to those people, though. Right, and 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 but, the but those are the lying. people
1: that the, but those are the people that matter as far as actually making any sort of impact. So, okay, pre, you're preaching to the people that are going to listen to you that can move. Okay, how many people is that? A couple thousand? Well, he's not it just means, preaching it makes it to no those different. people. He's not trying
0: to save the world. He's trying to talk to people in our area that have this mentality. I, I, look, you know? I agree, man, but it's going to make
1: no impact, zero impact.
2: None. Well, it's already made it. I mean, Vin's... I'll I'll say this. Vin has made a larger impact in my life spiritually than Dave Smith has, and you can easily argue that that's the most important thing in life. So, I mean... That's why my nose looks so broken. I
0: think saying zero impact is 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 actually completely absurd.
1: No, I'm not saying he made... I'm not saying Vin has made zero impact. I'm saying what he is advocating for would make zero impact practically if people picked up and left, because the only people that can, can do it are a few thousand people in his audience that have the capability to do it. It would be irrelevant in the overall scheme of things, period.
0: Well, but it's not relevant to, to those people, though. It's not irrelevant no, if it no, changes not, people's but they lives. No, but they chose to
1: stay, didn't they? They chose to stay. They heard his message. They chose to stay.
0: I don't know if they heard it. I mean... I, I, I you would just say said
1: that, he's speaking to our people, so they clearly fucking heard it.
0: Well, not everyone listens Sorry, to every podcast. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> talking about who the, the type of people he's speaking to. Go ahead. The me.
3: pejoratives to say that if you disagree with Vin on his criticisms of Dave Smith, that's one area that we can discuss. But to say like, "What a pussy!" This guy ran off, which I've I've seen on Twitter. Yeah, I'm not sure I, that that's like a pussy thing. I I think this guy already had his. Eyes dotted and his his T's crossed. They should. Uh, can you blame him for that? I oh, mean, he's celebrating his one hundred I mean, from that. <laughs> to to knock someone if you're a free market anarchist for for basically having their shit together and and foreseeing what was going to happen and he's been fairly right along the way. Think like actually say, I'm almost one hundred percent. I'm going to take my Very family right. and and put them in a situation that I think is more appropriate for them to be in and not in this tyrannical insanity that we've all lived through. Uh, you guys, some of you guys more than, than myself in Texas, but still it was bad here for a little bit. So I, I can't knock the guy for leaving. I, oh, I no, can't no. blame him. And if I'm you've got either. your eyes dotted and your T's crossed and you, or even if maybe just the you eyes, dotted don't. you don't even need right. Maybe just you say, I-
0: Across half a T, and you figure that out the I and the other half when you get.
3: I don't like this. I'm out of here. And Mark even did it for briefly. He got to go to mm-hmm. Mexico. I was a little jealous of this. Like, Mark goes to Mexico. Man, it's pretty fucking nice. And, and to, to be able to just go, I'm out of here uh, and I'm going to live my own life off the grid I, as an anarchist, who, why would you? Insult that, and and this isn't against you, Brian. I, this is against. Oh no, the no, I'm not. I'm who, not
1: shitting on. I'm not shitting on Vin for moving either. I agree with you. It's great that he did. So keep going. It's on. the people I think. I think this Facebook user is kind of. I
2: think that hits it on the head there. with yeah, people that's I want are feeling, at least, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, he says. He says uh, we don't know who this is because they didn't do the whole dumb streamyard register thing. It's not cowardly to move. It's smarmy and condescending to yell at everyone who can't move. And like, I'm not here to defend Vin or not. I don't think. Vin anyway other people might I've never heard Vin be kind of saying to people who can't move myself.
3: Right. It's the yeah. opposite. I've heard the people that yeah. didn't move be condescending to him cuz he did. Yes. And that's that's, that's kind funny. of weak in my opinion. I think
1: that here's what I think. I think that people think he's being condescending. Look, I like Vin. I enjoy listening to him. I think he's a very smart guy, but he comes across as exceptionally condescending.
0: And, that, so, and that's a criticism he, of anyone oh, who is extremely confident in what they're saying. And that, and no, I understand. He's, that.
1: Very, he's very, dismissive. Brian, you he's come across dismissive. as
0: condescending too sometimes. And I'm not. Mark, saying
1: that I'm Mark, not, Mark, Mark. You'll, you'll understand what I'm saying in a minute. Okay. So. <laughs>
3: right,
2: right on brand, condescending. <laughs> in one minute, you <laughs> <Three> fucking
0: moron.
1: <laughs> on my level. <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, like uh, listening, I was Once listening to like, the clips episode saying. with, with Ben and Matt. And no, he just, I text, I literally tw- like, uh, whatever it was signaled Mark and Odie. And I was like, I was like, man, fucking, I was like, dude, Vin's ego and his, the way he talks down, the way he talks. <laughs> For you
0: is, to talk about someone's ego is just And, funny and I, thing. oh, I, mean?
1: I, 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 completely admit I have a fucking big ego. Maybe I think a to projection be the, thing look, to, No, no, it's, uh, this is not projection. To be in the space, you have to have an ego, but the way yeah. he was talking, cause it mostly I'm talking just to the mic. If I have a conversation with somebody, I'm not talking the way that he was talking, which is very condescending, very dismissive. And that's what people are getting out of it. I'm telling you, he what he's saying is not necessarily wrong insofar as moving, insofar as the tactics, as far as reading your family. Not everybody can do that. But when people hear him coming across and like, hey, you know, do this, you're, you're, you're an idiot for not thinking like I think, that's what turns people off. And I'm telling you, that's why a lot of people were. After hearing that episode, he could have criticized Dave and done it in a little bit less condescending way, and the reaction would not have been so severe. You are correct. I
2: hundred percent agree with you. But what if calling Dave calling Dave a predator and those things should not? I mean, yeah, should not have done that. Uh, I. But if you listen to the rest of the podcast, which he never should have explained it that way in the first place, he kind of backpedaled off of it. Well, look, but if I you,
1: was going to call Dave you, Smith a predator, I would have done it, If even if I really thought it, I would have done it in an offhanded joke manner, like, well, shit, man, he's kind of like a predator. Well, know, I don't think he, he you know, means it a predator, like a but joke. He, but but If he well, meant it
0: like a joke, that would make sense, but he doesn't mean it like a joke. He no, he doesn't, seriously.
1: but that's the, th- uh, that's, uh, that's the point I'm making, though, is I could have brought it up, if I thought Dave was a predator, I would have brought it up as an offhand comment, a real thing I thought, and thrown it out there to make people kind of be like, oh, maybe shit, is he even a predator or not? Instead, he's you know, and this is the, the biggest complaints I had about it, too, is calling him a predator. This is going to turn people off. People are going to immediately have a switch that goes in their head that says, yeah. I'm not listening to shit you're saying now. You just fucking attacked him, called him a predator. That's fucking
0: idiotic. I'm not going to go for it anymore. So, no, I get how it affects people, yeah. but I think that that also speaks to a little bit of the cult mentality that exists everywhere. I'm not just not just outside libertarianism and not just in libertarianism. I've seen so much of Oh my god! I gotta defend Dave because he's my guy. I fucking love Dave. Like I, I, I there are not many people in this mm-hmm. movement that I love more than Dave uh, personally. Uh, in terms of what he's, you know, him. He
1: would easily us. sacrifice any of the lions of liberty in a heartbeat. Hopefully. <laughs> he should. have <that> predator <laughs> sacrifice? <laughs> no, but oh, he put us on the mark. D- Dave, he put us Dave on
2: is. I mean, I'll say this: Dave is the the greatest spokesman for and matt matt's not gonna like this but for the ideas for spreading liberty for the ideas of liberty right After now brian mcwilliams yeah <laughs> <laughs> close second listen brian Neck-ne- i get neck-ne-ne- why
0: you don't like van it's because he pulls off the ball i do like van i just <laughs> wanted to bring that line out geez all right on. let's
1: go what are we doing with boma still we're at like an hour and a half in this right. fuck episode I, I, yeah.
0: I forget where i was going with this so let's just agree that we're going to wrap things up after Buck's last thoughts. And then we're going to move to a little bonus show. If you guys, have Oh,
1: I want to keep talking about this shit. No, no, I we're going to do a bonus we're bonus, bonus the show. The bonus
0: we got to our guest. Come on. We got to shoot our guest. Well, Brian. we're going to let, let Buck give his final thoughts on this subject. Final thoughts that he will then expand upon in the bonus show. For and, plug, and plug and plug a his show, books. of course. And plug. Well, everything else. So the, yeah,
3: the the I don't need to plug that. I mean, not that I don't need to, but I, I'm just here to have fun with you guys. Uh, I, I would not have chosen the language that Vin chose for Clint's podcast. However, there to Mark's point, there is a bit of a uh, a little cliquish feel that all, that I'm all in on the LPMC thing or I'm all in for I'm a Dave Stan, as the kids say and you they, can Do
1: they say that? Is that We all
3: love I think everyone here can can agree that we love Dave Smith. I think he's amazing at what he does. He's been an influence on me uh huge. Uh more so than Vin as far as what I do in in podcasting. But they just disagree with each other. That's okay. I wouldn't have chosen Vin's language, but I also would not say what a loser for moving away and and I and I saw that multiple times on Twitter like this guy's quitting. He he left and it's like would you rather leave with your family if you've got the means to do that and, and, and put them in a in a very a position to succeed or fight within the Libertarian Party and maybe go nowhere with or go,
0: go F- argue with Nick Sarwark and Archie Flower.
3: Right. Correct. And These so are, I mean that's not the binary choice. Not choices, that it's but, a binary choice, but I'm just saying I saw people just standing up for Dave in, a, in kind of a flimsy way that seemed cheap, in my opinion, rather than say, I, I think Dave Smith is a family man and I think he's very good at what he does and I love what he does. I didn't appreciate Vin's w- wording. That's more appropriate than going, what a quitter. He fucking left the United States or whatever. Yeah, And uh, in fairness,
0: Twitter brings out like the worst of everyone. So there's probably a lot of people that think what pretty much all of us think in some way or shape or foreign, I wouldn't have used those words, yada, yada, but whatever we could respectfully disagree, but Twitter brings out the fuck this guy, fuck that guy. And you yes. know, that, you know, so maybe that doesn't represent.
3: And, and same with the Thaddeus stuff. Yeah. That had a, a totally. point that was exactly far more nuanced than you can put into however many characters Twitter lets you do it, yeah. but to call that a, a pedo or whatever the fuck they were saying also stupid. Yeah. So I think the bottom line is, uh, There's nuanced conversations to be had on a lot of these topics, and just to try to get it in a tweet often uh, leaves you. It can leave you looking silly in the end. All right. Well, that's a really long way
0: to say to listen to Counterflow each and every at least Monday. Sometimes Monday live streams. You do bonus stuff too. I I will speak from the heart here. Genuinely speaking, when you know when uh, Buck first reached out to me, I didn't really know who who you were. When you had Death of Tyrants, I went on your show. I was like, sure, why not. Really enjoy the interview more than I expected to from someone who just wanted to kill all the tyrants, which I wanted to do too, maybe <laughs> metaphorically, maybe not. Uh, but now your your interviewing style, the more I've, I mean, I've listened to you almost. Every interview, I think, since you've you've changed the name. And I I mean, I listened to you before that, too. But maybe that had a psychological effect on me, too, even though it's the same guy. Because since CounterFlow has become CounterFlow, I have listened to nearly every interview. I'm sure i would missed one or two. But uh, I think you are truly one of the best interviewers in this business. And that comes from someone that I like to think other people say that about me as well. So Uh, I really... Got to recommend everyone to at least give Buck's show a try. Check out Counterflow. I think you're really going to enjoy Buck's style. It's different than mine. Mm -hmm. It's different than Odie's, different than John's. You're just extremely thoughtful and you are not, you really, really, it's, it's so obvious to me, especially when you interviewed me a couple months ago, you really put thought into your interviews far more than I do. Like, like truly, I I mean that far more than I do. I kind of wing them. I'm not going to lie. You have clearly like really put thought into everything you're going to say, everything you're going to ask. And it really, really comes across. So I really want to highly recommend checking out counterflow and I will take that payment in cryptocurrency. And I want to say, you know, he, Buck had
1: so many interesting points tonight. That nobody could hear because we were just speaking over him the entire time. So,
0: all right, and Buck has not learned the style that you need to scream over all of us when you're (laughs) on. It's like individually we seem like reasonable people, but when you get us to get together like a pack of goblins and feed us alcohol, yeah, we're unstoppable.
2: (laughs) But but the thing about being being quiet like that and not not quiet, but being you know soft spoken is that you know Buck, when you do talk, you can tell we're all like we're we're all pulling and listening. So, oh, he's saying um, things exactly it's it's uh and you have a great radio voice so
1: that helps Thank as you well. guys Thank and you. a good asmr voice i look forward to listening to you whispering me to sleep mm, brian all
2: right well well buck <laughs> i know you've dreamed
0: of this day this moment basically your entire life so i know that you're really looking forward to signing off of this i know
3: yes you're oh. ready We're going to the after party, too, right? We're going to go to Uh, the after party. party
0: But first, we're going to sign up for the normies. And then when they want to hear more, they're going to give us high dollars or more, hopefully more. And then they're going to hear the rest. But until then, I have one thing to ask of you, Buck, Odie, McWilliams, everybody. And that is to live
2: long.
0: And And live free. I
2: love it. Yes.